Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Been grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we have my guy, Mr. Mike DeChocho, a great guy uh, doing some awesome things. And I'm so thankful to have him on. So first off, thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Man, it's a, an honor and privilege to be here. I was checking out some of your YouTube videos and the content is really strong. Your message is super strong. And uh, just a shout out to the show. Thank you so much. Well, let's dive into it. If you don't mind uh, talking to the audience, you know, sharing your life story and tracking your story till now. Yeah. So life story, man, let's, let's dig deep. Right. So um, I'll, I'll kind of give you some of the things I was passionate about that I, that still drive me today and kind of cut out some of the, some of the fat. Right. Um, right. I know we, we got limited time here on the show, but as a youngster, I grew up in Buffalo, New York. You see some of the Buffalo stuff behind me here, right? Yeah, yeah. Queen City in New York, right? So um, you, everyone here loves the Bills, and we're crazy about sports, and, and that's myself as well. So grew up just being a, a big Bills fan. Um, and, you know, the things that I cared about even as a youngster was always music and movies. I was always gravitated also, not only sports, but really into entertainment. I love to um, – edit i'm gonna go all the way back to the point when we had vcrs right i don't know if i told you this when we first connected but my brother and i he's a couple years older than me i'm talking we're like eight and ten years old and we were taking two vcrs and editing one to the next by press and play and record running around with mom and dad's video camera the shoulder cameras from the late 80s and early 90s and um we were kind of the the cool kids on the block as far as how we produced this we call it, we don't even call it content back then. Now everything's called content, right? Yeah. You're just making a movie with your friends back in the day. Yeah. And uh, so we actually dubbed in music with, uh, if you remember, like PlayStation was the first game console, I believe, that played CDs. There was Sega CD at one point yeah. and Saturn. Yeah. But I don't know that those hooked up the same way. And we actually, we were using a Dreamcast at one point to, to rig that thing up into a VCR so we could actually record audio and uh, my my uncle who lived in buffalo originally and moved out to los angeles he was really an inspiration for me early on he did um, and he still does this professionally music mm. engineering so he went out mm. to la to pursue his dream he's a drummer i happen to take a liking to the drums as well i mentioned entertainment was really big for me yeah. so i always got felt comfortable behind that drum kit keeping a beat man just just like that's my happy place just you put put some music on and give me two sticks and i'll come up with something right so that was me and as he moved out there uh, i was watching his career really take off in 99 the first movie he did that really blew up was daredevil with ben affleck and he was um he was recording like the digital pro tools 
engineer on that movie and then he continued to get bigger and bigger roles so i was just inspired watching his career take off uh and we were like like i said running around making our own movies my brother and i my brother wally shout out to him and i i thought we were like the next zemeckis and spielberg right so as i go into high school i continue to play the drums there wasn't really an opportunity until we had a little bit of an like an av team I wasn't even a part of it in high school because I did everything where I could play music. So if there was a class and I could play percussion, I don't even care. I mean, I literally sat there in orchestra and hit the triangle because it, <laughs> because I could play percussion. And I'm true story. I got a, a 99 in class for hitting the. Uh, she didn't want to give me a hundred for some reason, but no. So <laughs> true story. And but I didn't I didn't get into like media production in high school because I was in all the music classes, you know, mm. I couldn't like double up or whatever. So I ended up going to Buffalo State College originally as a an educator. I wanted to be an elementary ed- education teacher mm. um, and primarily in math. And I'll tell a quick story on why you said give me the life story. So um, this will kind of bring us halfway through. There was a high school teacher of mine that helped me make it click. Because in school, I was always like, just stay out of trouble, right? Mom and dad were kind of analyzing the situation. I'm the youngest of three. My older sister, she's the oldest. Uh, she was always very smart, like, you know, top of the class, like always in the, uh, I think in high school, she was like top 50, right? Out of a big school, over 350 kids. And my brother was like barely passing all the time. So I just had to fall somewhere in between. Yeah. You know what I'm and so, and that's, and that's pretty much what I did. It was like, just kind of stay out of trouble, stay somewhere in between my brother and sister, but that doesn't really live with an identity. So I feel like after, it took me until like my high school years to really figure out who Mike was. And this one math teacher, she just saw potential in me and she worked with me after class. And I ended up getting a 94 on the regents, which is like a higher standardized testing in New York state. And when that happened, I was 15 years old, 14, 15, and I just knew like, oh, okay, I am capable of this. It's just someone had to make it make sense for me, right? and then I saw my potential coming through. So I wanted to go and do that for kids that were younger, five, six, seven-year-old, you know, in the into those elementary years, and um, that's what I went to Buff State originally for, and about halfway through my freshman year, I was digging it. But I wasn't 100% sold on that was my calling, you know, was the universe and God put me there to do that at that particular time. And when my advisor asked me like, hey, man, you get one shot at life. What do you want to be doing? Is this it? And I said, well, let me tell you about when I used to run around making movies with my brother. And I told him the story I just told you. And she looks at me and she goes, you see out that window right there? She goes, that building is a television film and arts building. I go, what are you talking about? I go, at Buffalo State? I didn't even know we had that. Nobody told me about that. And she goes, yeah, like you go into the basement and there's a whole TV studio, which was true. It was, it was really nice. So all of a sudden I pivot. I go, I take every single class I can in production. And I'm, I mean, I'm crushing it, just doing really well in production. And one of my professors, he, he took a liking to me because he saw I was like amped up and wanted to learn. Right. And there were a lot of kids in, in my class were just like, this is an easy A. You know, they're just coasting. And I was like, give me whatever. I want to learn. I want to figure this out. 
So I remember the, like the first week of class, whatever year in college it was, he goes, what do we want to do this year? Because we have four hours together every week, one four-hour class. So what do you guys want to do with your four hours? And I was like, let's do a late-night talk show. I was listening to like Conan at the time and Leno and all those guys. Nobody else had an idea. So I, I won by default. <laughs> so we end up doing a late night talk show on campus. I'm producing and directing it. We, one of the guys in class, I kind of volunteered him to be the on-air talent. He was decent. And then I was like, we can actually interview different people on campus, you know, professors, presidents, uh, the high school or the high school, the college uh, athletes, you know, and, and just like anyone who's an outstanding performer on campus, we'll bring them on the show. And we did that and it worked out really well. And that was kind of some of the seeds that were planted in my production back then. This is, this is going back a little bit. And then uh, I'll fast forward to 2017. So that's when I actually launched social chameleon which mm-hmm. is a digital media and marketing company. So I finally came back around to the things I love to do, which is creating content, media, and marketing. Now, there was a gap in between when I graduated college in, when was that, 20, 2008 and 2017. So there was a good 10-year period where I was actually doing sales. So mm-hmm. I sold insurance for four years. I did, I did well. And I uh, sold sleep number mattresses. And that's where I did extremely well, actually. So I'll tell you some of those stories about success. But I learned how to build relationships and connections and added that with my excitement for media and tied it all together and created Social Chameleon. That's awesome, man. Well, just hearing your journey, uh, hearing you talk about your experiences, man, I I would say that that's hugely successful. So let's, let's hit on success. What is your definition yeah. of success? You know, I actually, because I know you asked that in your interviews, so I came up with an idea. I was driving around today, and I was really wanting to, I didn't want to just give a canned answer to that, and I wanted to kind of have something fresh. Mm-hmm. But I feel like success is achieving a significant goal for a substantial amount of time. Meaning, okay, you know, if you did something like, I could successfully drink this cup of coffee. Okay, I did that successfully one time. But would that be would I be a successful coffee drinker? I don't know. I think you'd have to do that over a period of time. So a basketball player, for example, he could have three good games. I'm not ready to call him a successful basketball player yet. I want to see someone have a do that over a substantial period of time consistently. Those are the two words, substantial and consistency. Mm. Now, I'm not necessarily saying I'm right. That's just what comes to me. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think when you look at success, the beauty of it is um, it's relative to the person, mm-hmm. right? And then based on the stages of life that you're in, it, it could be different as well, right? You know, so yeah. well, what was success for me as a young guy is it's not success for me now. Relative, totally yeah. relative. I mean, yeah. you think about just someone taking a step for you and I, maybe not so successful, but someone who just had a car accident and they were told they'll never walk again and they do everything for two years so they can move their feet again and they just take three steps. That's a huge success. Because it's re- relative to the situation. That's it. That's so, it. Yeah. 
Well, well talk like to that. us about your, your company. I know you mentioned uh, your yeah. company. Tell us a little bit about that and what you guys do. Cool. I appreciate that. And I've, <laughs> I feel like my story was all over the place earlier because I always try to pack so much in. But to unwind what Social Chameleon is, so like I mentioned, digital media and marketing was really the initial version of it because there's different iterations of the company in the three years that we've been out now. Um, the first year, we were doing everything from building websites to helping people land on the first page of Google to social media managing and also social media marketing running ads on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I love video content as I shared. So I was doing commercials for small clients here in Buffalo. Um, I was helping them make creative content for social media. And then I knew that testimonial videos sold like people who watch a good testimonial that yeah. really holds a lot of weight in online reviews. So we were doing everything from helping people with their online reputation to testimonial videos. The problem I had that I'll share with any young entrepreneurs, and look, I don't have it all figured out, so I'm not up here on my soapbox, but I will say the, the thing that made it more of a squiggly line than straight to some financial success was um, doing too much. You know, I was like trying to figure out, it almost be like trying to be on a, on a movie set, be the director, the cinematographer, the actor, you know what I mean, the support. Yeah, you know how are you gonna be? How are you gonna be great at anything if you're if you're just r running yourself too thin? So I would say pick something that you really want to focus on, and it kind of ended up picking me, which is pretty cool. So fast forward to about a year ago, it, November fourth actually was the date. So it was just a little over a year ago. I I launched my own podcast called Miked Up with Mike DiCiocio. And I interview everyone from entertainers, entrepreneurs, business leaders, um, athletes. And my mission is to inspire people to be brave and bold in pursuit of their dreams. So I'll bring a guest on the show to do that. When I launched that, one of my clients who I did the testimonial video for, they, they caught the email that came out and they're like, man, I didn't know you were doing podcasts. I go, me neither until last week, right? So I get this thing out. And that was a Obviously a joke too, because I mean, there's there were weeks leading up to preparation for it to come out. But she says to me, like, our board of directors are planning on launching this podcast, and we would love your help. Can you help us do it? So I put together a whole game plan on how to launch a podcast. Basically, the hours of that I put into it of research, I I provided to them as like a thank you for being a client, and they're like, hey man, thank you for the information, but think you missed what we mean. Can you do it for us? Hmm. Answer was, of course, yes. Right. So now that was like an, another additional service to an already busy menu. So then I did, as I'm working on that client in that podcast, I realized that's what I really love doing. And yeah. actually that's what I was doing right before hopping on this call with you right now was editing a podcast. And I just love it because the people on their show, everyone's so passionate about their own material and like when you're editing someone's show it's fun yeah. it's fun people love doing it, it you're not dragging them out of bed to go talk about what they're passionate about like you know when you're working on those testimonial videos sometimes it's a little dry and people just doing what they got to do when you work on a podcast people are in the moment mm -hmm. it's there's a lot of positive energy going on so I decided once I realized I really loved doing that, that I was going to pivot my company to podcast production 
distribution, and marketing. And I kept it that simple. Three items on the menu. <laughs> Not real clunky, very simple. And then I actually hired a couple people to help me produce my own show so I can then focus on my clients and I launched a marketing campaign a couple months ago, and I have not been able to keep up with it. It's so, it's going really well right now. That's awesome, man. Well, before mm -hmm. we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, real simple. It's socialchameleon.us, and chameleon is spelled C-H-A-M-E-L-E-O-N.us. And I do have a free uh, guide that they can download on there, seven tips to launching a successful podcast. Keep it real simple. Awesome. Well, again, I just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles, and I wish you continued success. My man, thank you so much for having me. Yes, sir. Well, thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.